Well, friends, um, it's my privilege to share with you and to uh, just give a few words. And um, this isn't the, the full service, the full sermon. Matt is also going to be sharing a word with us later. So later on in the service, Pastor Matt is going to be preaching out of the Gospel of Luke in the chapter 24 story of the road to Emmaus. Now, there were these two followers of Jesus, and they were going to the village um, that's about seven miles outside of Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened the week before. And as they talked and discussed um, these things with each other, Jesus himself appeared and came up and walked among them, but they were kept from recognizing him. Uh, they got into a conversation about prophecy and what God's plan was for the people of Israel. And the entire time, they did not comprehend that it was Jesus. It was at the end of the day when Jesus broke bread with them that their eyes were opened and they recognized him. And then they turned to one another and they asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? Uh, my dear friends, uh, hindsight is quite something. Uh, while Jesus talked with them, something good was happening. Their hearts were burning. There was a real and deep and powerful thing taking place amongst this small group of people as they walked along the road. As I look back, you, Renfrew Baptist Church, have embodied and represented Jesus to me. You have joined me on my walk these some three years, um, and I can look back and I can say that my heart has burned within me uh, while you have walked with me on the road. You have been the hands and feet of Jesus to me in my life. I have felt uh, and known your prayers. I have seen your compassion, your support, your encouragement, your guidance. You embraced me as a pastor, as a friend, and a brother. Uh, this beautiful little community on the corner, on the colonel, on the corner of Russell and Renfrew has blessed me in so many ways. Uh, the one difference between the story that uh, is in the, in the gospel and, and my story is very early on, while walking with you, I knew that I was walking with Jesus. I knew that I was walking. I could sense and see the presence of God alive amongst you. Um, I thought I was coming here to help a church. Uh, God's plans are always bigger and better. God had me come so that together we could grow, so that we could reflect back to one another the image of Christ and his call on our lives, so that God could do a work in my life through you. Now, some of the work that God did uh, in and through my life during my time here uh, isn't what someone might call uh, easy or pleasant. There have been some of those hard moments, and many of us can remember some of those moments. Even in those moments, however, some of those hard moments, I clearly sensed and knew that God was at work, that God was present. Um, and so, God has been at work in our lives, in my life, uh, through you in this time. And even as I look back at that time, um, I still remember God's voice being like, Trent, um, 
this challenge is one of the reasons you are here. This is one of the reasons that you were called here is to stand in this place. Now, this is just for you guys here because there's a screen flashing saying we're offline again, um, which is just the way things go sometimes. Um, and so part of me is quickly thinking if I can share a story for all of you that's like the insider option. Um, well, one of the things I do know is that when uh, Pastor Matt first said, hey, there's this church, do you want to come join in? Um, I wasn't sure, but I lived down the hill. I took a walk. I walked here, and as I walked and as I prayed, I felt very clearly that as I walked and I prayed and as I made my way to here, uh, that God was at work in my life. And I was like, I, I need to be here. I need to go uh, and serve this group of people. And, and one of the very first things um, that really stands out to me, I can remember um, my first participation in your annual Great Candy Giveaway. Um, and I thought to myself, did this church just do that? Did they just pull off all of that for this entire community? It was such an encouragement to see the effort, the volunteerism, the passion to smile, love, and connect with the surrounding community. This place has it going on. You guys are great. And those of you at home that I know you're back and connected with us, you guys need to be proud of the way that you reach out into your community. There is a rhythm here that is in sync with the heartbeat of God. And it was amazing and still is amazing to see. And not just the candy giveaway, but all of the different events and activities, both for the community out there and for the community in here. Uh, for example, potlucks. Now, some will likely disagree with me <laughs> about the beauty and the variety of potlucks. I might be a rare breed, um, but I love them. They're the best. Um, um, and I suppose that could be another way that my heart has burned within me um, while I walked with you along the way, all of the good food. But seriously, um, you give me five different versions of meatballs and the mystery casserole and the table literally covered with baking, baked goods, and, and I'm happy. Every Sunday, that would be amazing. Some of you are like, please, no, never again. Others are like, yes. We could pro probably divide the church on that. Um, but I was so thankful, and it was just one of those small moments constantly that reminded me of how you as a church seek to reach out, connect, and are a community with one another. You are a church marked by hospitality. Do not lose that. Fight hard to find ways to continue to be hospitable. I know how hard it has been in this past year to exemplify that and find ways to do that, but you value it, you believe in it, and I encourage you to continue to ask the Lord how to creatively be the hospitable community that you are. You're called to be that authentic and vulnerable place where people can be known and feel welcomed. I believe you are an authentic church. And what do I mean by that? Uh, that you know you're a small church, on the street corner. You aren't pretending to be something other than that, and that's a beautiful thing. You desire to be 
the best version of that kind of church, and I think that's beautiful. I believe that God continues and will continue to call that out in you, that you will be a people uh, transparent. You know, your beautiful, quirky, down-to-earth selves is exactly how you can let your light shine in this world. Uh, Matthew 5, 35 to 15 says this, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine. Let it shine before others and that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Renfrew, you are the light um, of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You're also a worshiping church. You're a church that through it all has chosen to give God glory and praise. Even when the doors have been shut, you have given God praise and you have found ways to continue to sing and worship and lift God up all around the city in your homes and in here. Uh, one of those are one of the very first things I noticed when Pastor Matt and I came. We came in and we're like, oh, this church has like all the worship teams and half of the church is on the stage and it's a beautiful thing because where else can we come together to give God glory and praise? This is so critical and I would encourage you, continue to be that kind of church. Continue to elevate Christ through worship. Give him your attention. I believe one of the number one anecdotes one of the number one ane- anecdote, nope, antidotes, antidotes. One of the number one antidotes um, for what ails the world right now is worship. It really is. We are called to worship. All people are designed to worship. Uh, so when you give your focus, when you, you give your attention, when you give your praise to the one true God, it resets our priorities It shifts our humble hearts to be generous hearts. Uh, It woos and leads us out of places of selfishness and into places of abundance, hospitality, generosity, and selflessness. And you're a family church. You care for each other. You support multiple generations. Even as I sit here, I see three, four generations at work here. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, you've clearly demonstrated that you as a church think about family and you work to support it. It has been such a blessing for me to participate in helping you in that area. You have amazing children. Uh, When we first arrived, I did not anticipate um, how the kids' time was going to become whatever it became. (laughs) Um, But it became a time of laughter and a time to remind kids and all of us about the priorities of the kingdom, um, that the littlest ones are welcome. And I'm so thankful that I've been able to have those fun moments with you uh, throughout uh, this season here and then intensified even in this COVID time. Um, I want to, I'll be very brief with thank yous. Thank you to 
everyone. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to do this? Um, I will mention, though, uh, a special thank you to Pastor Matt, my friend, uh, without whom I would have never met any of you. Um, uh, thank you for trusting me to come alongside you, work side by side here, and to serve and care for these people. Uh, church, uh, love this man. Encourage this man. Partner with him. Journey with him. Uh, make this opportunity alongside him as a place of beauty and growth here at Renfrew Baptist Church. Uh, I encourage that um, of all of you. Stand beside him. Um, pray for him. And God will be glorified through that. Uh, thank you to council. Thank you uh, to Darren for, you've been council chair this entire time, and it's been fantastic. Uh, keep it up. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, you don't need to vote him out. He's great. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I thank you so much, council, for the work that you've done and the efforts that you've put in. Um, thank you for being... Uh, a community that seeks to elevate Christ and work with this church and work with Pastor Matt to see God's kingdom come here in this area. Thank you, families. Uh, thank you for those of you who have encouraged me and stood beside me. Um, and thank you to those who I've never met before that are watching online. You are welcome to be here. Um, yeah. And for some of you who may be interested in what's next for me, um, I will say that I did just sign on with another church here in Calgary, uh, First Church of the Nazarene. I am their lead associate pastor. Uh, my primary responsibilities are uh, teaching and preaching, leading the staff team, and working with the senior pastor and the board and church leaders to develop uh, strategic ministry plans and to align ministries with the mission of the church. Um, and so I would welcome, I need your prayers. Uh, this begins May 1st. Um, let me end with this passage from uh, Philippians. It's the beginning of Philippians, but it still felt right uh, for me to read. It says this, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all of my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you since I um, have you in my heart and whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer. That your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus to the glory and praise of God. I love you guys.